Good morning and welcome to day 36 of Morning Prayers and Cuthbert. Let us pray. This is an ancient Welsh prayer. Glorious Lord, I give you greeting. Let the church and the chancel praise you. Let the plain and the hillside praise you. Let the dark and the daylight praise you. Let the birds and the honeybees praise you. Let the male and the female praise you. And I shall praise you, Lord of glory. Glorious Lord, I give you greeting. Amen. Our psalm this morning, Psalm 84. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. My soul has a desire and longing to enter the courts of the Lord. My flesh and my heart rejoice in the living God. The sparrow has found her a house, and the swallow a nest where she may lay her young. At your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God, Blessed are they who dwell in your house. They will always be praising you. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways to Zion, who going through the barren valley find there a spring and the early rains will clothe it with blessing. They will go from strength to strength and appear before God in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Listen, O God of Jacob, Behold our defender, O God, and look upon the face of your anointed. For one day in your courts is better than a thousand. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of ungodliness. For the Lord God is both sun and shield. He will give grace and glory. No good thing shall the Lord withhold from those who walk with integrity. O Lord God of hosts, blessed are those who put their trust in you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
Lord God, sustain us in this veil of tears with the vision of your grace and glory, that strengthened by the bread of life, we may come to your eternal dwelling place in the power of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Gospel reading comes from Luke chapter 20, beginning at verse 1. One day, as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple and preaching the Gospel, the chief priests and the scribes, with the elders, came up to him and said, Tell us, by what authority do you do these things? Or who is it that gave you this authority? He answered them, I also will ask you a question. Now tell me, was the baptism of John from heaven or from man? And they discussed it with one another, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Why did you not believe him? But if we say from man, all the people will stone us to death, for they are convinced that John was a prophet. So they answered, but they did not know where it came from. And Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. And he began to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard, and let it out to tenants, and went into another country for a long while. When the time came, he sent a servant to the tenants, so that they would give him some of the fruit of the vineyard. But the tenants beat him and sent him away empty-handed. And he sent another servant, but they also beat him and treated him shamefully and sent him away empty-handed. And he sent yet a third. This one also they wounded and cast out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son. Perhaps they will respect him. But when the tenants saw him, they said to themselves, This is the heir. Let us kill him, so that the inheritance may be ours. And they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and destroy those tenants, and give the vineyard to others. When they heard this, they said, Surely not! But he looked directly at them and said, What then is this that is written? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces, and when it falls on anyone, it will crush him. The scribes and the chief priests sought to lay hands on him at that very hour, for they perceived that he had told this parable against them, but they feared the people. So they watched him and sent spies who pretended to be sincere, that they might catch him in something he said, so as to deliver him up to the authority and jurisdiction of the governor. So they asked him, Teacher, we know that you speak and teach rightly and show no partiality, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful for us to give tribute to Caesar 
or not, but he perceived their craftiness and said to them, Show me a denarius. Whose likeness and inscription does it have? They said, Caesar's. He said to them, Then render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. They were not able in the presence of the people to catch him in what he said, but marvelling at his answer, they became silent. Here ends the Gospel. Let us pray. Christ in my beginning, Christ there at my end, Christ be in my journey, Christ everlasting friend, Christ be in my waking, Christ at my repose, Christ in every action, Christ when eyelids close. Amen. Chapter 36 of Bede's Life of Cuthbert In the second year of his episcopate, Cuthbert knew that his end was nigh. He laid aside his pastoral duties and went back as soon as possible to his beloved life of solitary conflict, to give the flame of compunction time to burn away the deeply fixed thorns of worldly cares. Nevertheless, he would often leave his dwelling to meet and talk to the brethren who came over to visit him. Perhaps it would not be out of place at this juncture to insert an account of a miracle he worked about this time, to show you quite clearly that saints are to be obeyed even in their most casual commands. Here it is, then. One day, some of the monks came over, and Cuthbert went out to give them a few words of encouragement. He finished thus. Now it is time to go back to my cell. You are ready to go too, but before you set off, have something to eat. Take that goose hanging up on the wall, cook it and eat it, and then set sail in the name of our Lord. He blessed them and went in. They ate as he had bidden them, but since they had plenty of their own food with them, they could not be bothered to prepare the goose. When the meal was over, they made to go aboard, but a fierce storm arose, making it impossible to row, with the result that they were shut in on the island for a whole week with the seas raging about them, quite unaware of the fault for which they were being kept imprisoned. They sought out Cuthbert, and anxiously complained about the delay. He merely preached patience. But the seventh day, very graciously came out to speak to them, thinking that a word of sympathy might soothe their pain. He entered the visitor's house, and seeing the bird still hanging there uncooked, calmly upbraided them for their disobedience. He was, in fact, rather pleased, what? Is that bird still hanging there uncooked? Do you wonder why the sea will not let you go? Quickly now, put it in the pot, cook it and eat it, 
then the sea will calm down and you will be able to leave. They obeyed at once. And wondrous to relate, just as the goose began to boil in the pot, the wind died away and the waves lost their fury. They finished eating the goose, saw that the sea was smooth and set off, arriving home with the wind behind them, overjoyed and not a little ashamed. They blushed at the thought of their disobedience and their dim-wittedness, which, despite the chastisements of the Creator, had kept them from realising and correcting their fault. They rejoiced to see that God had such regard for his faithful servant that he would call up the elements to punish those who failed to respect him, and rejoiced also that he cared for them to the extent of performing a miracle to correct their errors. This story did not come to me from any casual source, but from one of that very party, the venerable monk and priest, Sinimund. He is still alive and renowned far and wide for his great holiness and great age. Now we come to our prayers of intercession. This is a prayer of the Eastern Church. Be mindful, O Lord, of thy people present here before thee, and of those who are absent through age, sickness, or infirmity. Care for the infants, guide the young, support the aged, encourage the faint-hearted, collect the scattered, and bring the wandering to thy fold. Travel with the voyagers, defend the widows, shield the orphans, deliver the captives, heal the sick. Succour all who are in tribulation, necessity, or distress. Remember for good all those that love us and those that hate us, and those that have desired us, unworthy as we are, to pray for them, and those whom we have forgotten, do thou, O Lord, remember. For thou art the helper of the helpless, the saviour of the lost, the refuge of the wanderer, the healer of the sick. Thou, who knowest each man's need, and hast heard his prayer, grant unto each, according to thy merciful loving kindness, and thy eternal love, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A collect. Almighty and everlasting God, who art always more ready to hear than we to pray, and art wont to give more than either we desire or deserve, pour down upon us the abundance of thy mercy, forgiving us those things whereof our conscience is afraid, and giving us those good things which we are not worthy to ask, but through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord. Amen. We pray as our Saviour taught us. 
Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Finally, a prayer for ourselves. This is a prayer of St. Anselm. O Lord our God, grant us grace to desire thee with our whole heart, that so desiring we may seek and find thee, and so finding thee may love thee, and loving thee may hate those sins from which thou hast redeemed us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.